0: <laughs> Land Grand Brewing Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio.
1: Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch uh, of snow, like Oliver the mic. Yeah. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
2: Yeah. Land Grand Brewing presents Land Grant University, beers with
3: the Brewers.
0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast. My name is Eric, and today I am joined with creative director and co founder, Mr. Walt Keyes. Hello, good we, afternoon, good afternoon to you as well. We also have director of brewing operations, Chris Helderman. Hello, and finally, in the four seat, uh, head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy! Oh, and today, guys, we're doing a hazy double header we have one pale ale in needle drop. And then the second beer we'll be drinking today, this afternoon, is Kazaka Blanc, hazy IPA. We uh, set these t- beers on the table in kind of a mixed fashion, and we were sh- talking right before recording about if we could tell which one was which just by the color because they look they're pretty both hazy, similar, but uh, I think uh, we'll find that our palates will tell us that they're quite different. We'll find out.
3: Spoiler alert: Needle Drop is a lighter color. Ah, yes, it is. It is a it's a, somewhat a little lighter. Bit. Uh, Dan. Lighting in the Kickstarter room where we record this podcast is uh, notoriously bad. So uh, depending on your angle, they can look very similar.
2: I wouldn't say bad. It's just mood lighting.
3: Uh, I would describe this lighting as for anything other than hanging out and drinking, poor. Or podcast recording. I didn't say (laughs) what type of
2: mood you should be getting from this lighting. (laughs) Half the time it's annoyed,
3: but... Yeah, the dimmer switch only goes up so far in the kickstarter room so uh
0: dan why don't you take us away with needle drop here give us the deets yeah so you
1: could be forgiven for uh, uh mistaking the two of these given that
3: um
1: needle drop is is kind of at the higher end abv wise at, at 5.8 for a pale ale and uh, uh kazaka is uh kind of on the lower end at 6.4 so they're not too far apart in terms of um abv but there is quite a bit of a difference in uh well everything else we'll say uh so needle drop um grist uh swain pills some malted oats some white wheat uh hops uh the star of the show is mandarina bavaria with some chinook amarillo and basically the one change we made this year uh, a bit of amarillo cryo in the dry hop it's um it's a, it's a more amarillo-y amarillo. Um so no one else will probably notice, but I, I get a little bit more of that um kind of dried apricot, generic kind of orange grapefruit, citrus thing, um that we get from Amarillo and in particular the cryo variant. Uh, mixing it up a bit, uh we've we've been playing with our house yeast strain, so um this was uh Lutra from Omega, which was um the uh Clean, in quotation marks, clean strain of uh, Kvike that they isolated from Hornendal, uh which was uh, formerly our, our house strain, which we had some small part in uh, uh, the development of that. Just saying. Like
2: maybe it was our idea.
1: Well, it's <laughs> actually Homebrewer's idea on Milk the Funk. And then we did it commercially. And then Omega's like, that's a good idea. And they kind of ran with it. But, um,
2: yeah, it's... Um, Thanks, Home Brewer guy, whoever you are. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so, obviously, uh, Orange Forward, um, you get a bit of a... It's 50 IBUs listed. I don't know about that. Um, you know, the dubiousness of uh, calculating Whirlpool additions, particularly when it's a 170 hop stand like we did for this. Uh, but then I, you did get a little bit more, not a little bit more, I think uh, considerably more uh, bitterness out of this um, than uh, Kazaka. I don't know why I cannot remember Kazaka. It's just not. It's is, not your going, it?
2: is your mind going blank?
3: No. Oh, no, that's, wow.
1: That's not it at all. <laughs> you can say <laughs> that's wrong. You can say that's very, very wrong.
3: So Dan. He threw it up and you spiked it.
0: What is uh, what is the differentiator between like a hazy pale ale and a hazy IPA? Is it just that ABV, or is it the hops that are used? Like, what what is kind of separating these two beers?
1: Mostly ABV. Um, I think you can see. Uh, oh, yeah, we kind of have the uh, inverse thing. Is normally uh, uh, pale ales have a little bit of crystal in them, um, and they thus are kind of have a darker hue, whereas these these are different. Well, one uh, Kazaka uh, appears darker because it's a bit hazier than Needle. But um, that's the big thing, uh, ABV wise. And um, It's kind of hard to say. For an American pale ale, you would e- expect that to have a bit of crystal in it, but for hazy pales, I don't think that expectation is there. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, it does taste really great. I mean, it's a super citrusy and like Refreshing beer, perfect for the cold of winter. But yeah,
3: it is. It is. Well, really- you know, like the. I mean, I think the reason we we put this beer out, you know, not that it's like the holiday season, but we're getting we're heading that way. And I think the first time we came out with this beer was kind of around uh, Christmas time. Was wanting to do just like an iteration of these. We work on them citrus pale oils at mm-hmm. the time, the uh, lemon glow and fruit slices, and you know, orange. Orange being a very traditional Christmas gift in a lot of parts of the world, um, it kind of lends itself to that sort of holiday season. You don't necessarily think of, like, citrus warm weather when you think of the holidays, at least in an American sense, but oranges are very much a... uh, holiday staple. So.
0: Well, am I wrong, too, in uh, thinking uh, about past iterations of this beer, having uh, pine in it, too, is kind of mm-hmm. where the needle, pine needle thing mm-hmm. kind of came from, too, so that yeah. added a little bit of a holiday seasonality to it. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I mean, obviously, the name kind of pulls out of that, and I think you get a little bit of pine in here, but the orange definitely takes center stage. Yeah, Chinook does a, a bit of, that's why it's in there, that sort of piney,
0: resiny, sappy type of character. Well, do you guys want to get into uh, our favorite question of the week? When it comes to needle drop here, how crushable is
3: this beer? Very, very crushable. I'm going to give it a five.
0: Whoa, five crusher! All right, Chris. I was
2: surprised that Walt gave it a five.
0: I'm taken uh, back by that.
2: It Was I'm expecting the six, but oh. um, because. Because when you said six, I was going to say five. Uh, and then so I, you said five, and I was like, wait wait a second, am I a four? But I think I'm still a five. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is, it, it's, uh, it's very drinkable beer. This is, uh, this is one of my favorite beers we, we, we put out. It, uh, first time we put it out, it, it actually stayed way past its 90 day shelf life uh, and was really solid too. So yeah, five crusher on this guy.
1: Uh, Agreed. Um, Yeah. That's not quite. um, It's got a little bit of a pithy bitter. Say that five times theft, Pithy bitterness um, (laughs) that, um, yeah, might keep it from being a a full-on six. I like that bitterness. It's, you know, it's a nice palate cleanser. It's refreshing. But um, probably just a little bit uh, too snappy for it to be a six.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go a four on this guy for me. Uh, so I can't be unanimous in the fives, I'm sorry. But it is, yeah, super drinkable, really crushable. But uh, I think I'm going to move over to something a little lighter after that fourth beer. But uh, maybe just because of that bitterness.
2: We'll say I just got some, <clears throat> I'm going to throw out a, a fun term here, a retronasal activity on this guy. And it, was, uh, um, it reminded me of if you took a candied orange, one of those candy orange slices, much like a fruit slice. Um, and you put it in a uh, like a clementine peel. So you just have a little bit of that. Very very Sweetly. sweet, but there is that pithiness that really brings you back and says, "No, I could I could be eating an orange, but there is all that candy flavor." So anyway,
0: that's needle drop. Okay. Are you guys gonna what? What needle drops will you be dropping when you get home later and you turn your record player on? I don't know I have to be very selective about that
1: mm. um yeah, um uh, my uh daughter what was that I think there was uh, What what I have there Brubeck, yeah, I was playing some brubeck, and she um that was classic she 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 pulled the the swing arm across what? it and destroyed the needle and scratched the record badly, although it still uh-huh. plays. Um, so we're,
3: basically, we're never listening to this again, Dad.
1: Well, I guess I have to, if she's around, I was like, I, and um, actually my boy destroyed uh, the, the, the hinge on the lid. So it just, it's propped up now. And if somebody bumps it, it slams down and it's all, it's a very precarious situation. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah. I just picked up the new uh, Tyler Childers record. Uh, which is, like, the same record three times. He has, like, the same songs recorded three different times. Uh, but it's it's fun. It's good. Like, literally? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he like, does the same song three times with different
3: arrangements. mm
0: mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
3: Well, if we're going around the horn, uh, the new Micaiah McCraven record is really good. He's a jazz percussionist from Chicago, and his new album is called In These Times, and it's really good.
0: What
3: are you listening to these days, Chris?
2: Uh... If you don't know me or if you've never heard me talk about it, I like uh I like listening to soundtracks a lot. It's uh one of my my favorite things. Um you do
0: the Harry Potter soundtrack is that where you're going with this? So, you know, no but, you're big Harry well, Potter I do, guy. I do have
2: that or my wife has that on on vinyl, but um I have been hitting the uh um, Home Alone soundtrack cuz my daughter loves it. Oh, nice. And uh so I'll, either, I'll, so I'll either do that or the La La Land
0: soundtrack, which is
2: which is really good. If you haven't listened to yeah, it see or seen one.
0: that movie, you should. Agreed. I like La La Land. All right. You guys ready to move on to Kazaka Blanc? Okay.
1: For, for the record, my favorite vinyl album that I have is uh, Uncle Tupelo's uh, No Depression.
0: Oh, there you go. Right. Registered. So Kazaka Blanc is our hazy IPA. Why don't we tell uh, listeners, Dan, what, what's going on with this one? Yeah, so this is
1: um certainly different from any uh any hazy we've brewed before. So we brought in um Omega's um they, what is it? Yeah, they, sorry, they they've come up with a bunch of weird names for their new yeast strains. So I have a hard Galactic, time keeping them uh, all. Galactic Punch. I think you're right. There we go. Or Cosmic so,
2: Punch. Galactic Cosmic, or cosmic.
1: Punch. There yes. Go. Berkeley's sour strain is galactic. See, see what I mean? Um, so it's a thyalized strain, uh, so it's been engineered to um, generate files, uh, uh, which can come from lots of things, mostly hops, uh, malt as well. Uh, so they are um, generally bound compounds um, that, are, um, when they are freed up, tastes like uh, passion fruit. Um, grapefruit tropical stuff so um, ingredient wise this is mostly the same we just kind of shuffled stuff around to take advantage of that so um, all the cascade hops in this went in the mash ton uh, which is not something we normally do uh, we do some a little bit of mash hopping but it's mostly for um, uh, benefits in terms of preventing oxidation down the line um, it, yeah, I don't want to get into it it's a thing um, But yeah, so, um, but also, once those thials are released into the wort, they're very fragile. And um, if you do, like, a big whirlpool addition, it can potentially basically strip all the hard work that you've done. So um, Cascade is actually has quite a bit of bound thials, so we stick that in the mash tun, a little bit of first wort hops, um, and then uh, we, we didn't put any Whirlpool, no more hot side additions uh, until dry hop. So we, we put hops in at the very, very beginning of the process, and then we waited until the very, very end. Um, but the end part being um, Hallertau Blanc. And uh, last year we did a Zaka, This year we used the, the Cryo, again, um, both to give it a little bit more punch, but also to try to... Eliminate the, the vegetal matter that would
0: potentially you know soak up some of those uh, thiols. You know this beer is incredibly like light. I feel like on the uh, tongue more so than I expected. Um, I, it goes down super easy. In fact, Cass uh, behind the bar who was pouring these beers for us uh, for this episode was saying that this is her favorite beer that we make. So yeah, it did is. Cass's um, recommendation. She puts her full support behind it.
1: Yeah. The, uh, again the the character of this is supposed to be very the thiols, uh, sort of pumping out that, um, that Sauvignon Blanc type of, of character um, so we are trying to accentuate that uh, with the Hallertau Blanc and the Azaka, which is like very peach ringy um, but it's, it's a very soft, delicate hazy like I said, it's um, quite a bit different than any other hazy we've done so I, w- I would encourage both hazy lovers and people that, um, if you're a hazy skeptic, uh, give this one a try it's, it's quite a bit different
0: yeah, if you enjoyed this beer last year, I think you're going to enjoy it even more this year. Because, again, this is uh, one that I was really looking forward to coming back after loving it so much when we did it last time. But I do think it tastes not different, but but different. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to put into words, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, it is it is better.
2: Cleaner. Yeah, I really... The uh, the white wine character really comes through for me um, mm-hmm. as a... You're going to learn something else about Chris today. I prefer white wine over red wine. And I'll fight anybody on that. I actually have a a theory... Are you getting fights with people
3: drinking wine? Let's not get in a fight about white wine.
2: I have a theory that no one actually likes red wine. Your theory is wrong. I I like red wine a lot more than white wine. I certainly
1: like red wine. (laughs) I actually drank red wine last night with my steak. Thank you very much.
2: Anyway. Uh, I didn't say all theories are correct, but I still stand by my theory. (laughs) Um, I just think it's cool to drink. Everyone's like, oh, it's cool to drink. Um, I... So I guess my theory is not the the percentage of people who like red wine is a lot lower than the people than the percentage of people who drink had red wine. You've a good red wine. No, I've had a lot of good red wine. So you, you think know? people oh.
3: are out there peer pressuring you to drink switch over to red wine? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I think a lot cool. of people only drink Big red wine because <laughs> Big it's, red's because, get it's you. <laughs> because it's cool.
2: No, I, I used to work at a at, at a wine competition when I was in college and we um, so I got to try mm. lots and lots of wine and uh I used to drink a lot of reds and everything. And, and don't get me wrong, there's still a, a proper place for those. Um, but, man, you can, you can put down some white. And it's... Uh, if you get good stuff. I'm not talking about this, the sticky sweet Rieslings. Um, sure, sure. But anyway. Anyway, I really like the, the white wine character <laughs> out of this, back to, uh, back this beer. Back to the beer. <laughs> yeah, man. Holy cow. Back to the beer. No, uh, I really like the white wine character that, that you get out of this um, and uh, I, I think it's really cool that you can get that from, from hops and uh, accentuate that with the yeast. So well done, Dan. Well done.
3: Yeah, Should we start th- a new segment on this podcast called, like, the wine cellar or something and we, where we talk about all we the We try wine, to our <laughs> wine. talk Chris into drinking some good red wine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't drink enough on this podcast Let's Yeah. start drinking wine. <laughs> Chris's uh,
1: wine stop corner, right. I think right. that could be, yeah.
2: The, it's, it, I guess it'd it almost be
0: the anti wine snob corner.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, other it's people going like this it. stuff? No, know it's, it's no good.
0: Well, any thoughts uh, about the branding uh, uh, of this beer? Because this is part of like a, almost like a comic strip series that we were doing with our hazy IPAs for a while.
3: Well, yeah, we've done three of these. There was, there's this one, which is a portmanteau of Kazaka and Hollerta Blanc, and I think I said Kazaka, Azaka, Cascade, and Hollerta Blanc. So we mash all those names up. And we also did El Bravado, which was El Dorado and Bravo, I believe. And we did Zaccarillo, which was also featured Azaka and uh, Amarillo. And, yeah, we just uh, kind of just took those sort of silly names and uh, gave them the sort of comic book treatment. And, you know, I don't think there's, like, a ton of rhyme or reason about what what the labels look like necessarily but um just thinking of those names as comic book characters and Kazaka Blanc for whatever reason I decided was like a space cowboy kind of thing and uh so you'll see them see them on the label there on the surface of some outer planet yeah it's very taking like on some sort of high noon meets Flash Gordon sort of <laughs> yeah looming threat to him um yeah, so you know, I, I, this is one where I, I don't. There's not like a, t- like it seems like there's a story there, but it's really just me just coming up with some fun stuff and uh, and so it the best not though. thinking too hard about it. Yeah, no, it looks great. It's one of my favorite ones that you've. If you done. start thinking too hard about it, the, the logic breaks down a little bit. So <laughs> best <laughs> I, not to do that. I
2: think if you were to go back in history at, and listen to the podcast on these beers, we went into a pretty pretty deep segment on the uh, <laughs> Langram right. multiverse. Yeah, yeah of, of characters. Of characters.
3: Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. That's we. It's my goal. Like when we were kicking around ideas for the anniversary party and like what the theme was going to be, um, the the idea of like the land grant extended cinematic universe was thrown out, and that's an idea I've had for. A little bit for like a beer or whatever, and I think we're gonna we're gonna stick that one in our pocket for like a for a big milestone anniversary, maybe the ten or fifteen or something. So that could be cool. You could almost
0: do like uh that Marvel Studios logo with Lane Grant. and I yeah, mean we
3: got like got all, the all these guy. All these little characters like the, the the Lime from Let Me Squeeze Past You, Mr. Peter Stacks. Pants, Mr. Stax.
2: take it slow, guy. He's
3: the, the, slow. Hey, that's the same Lime. Oh, he, is it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> from I'm Let duck. Me Squeeze Past
3: You. He just looks way more relaxed. <laughs> I know. He, he got sick of having He's certainly be polite. certainly not in the Midwest anymore. He got sick of having to be polite to everyone, and so he got away for a little bit. Grains and, and salt. Started, started Giant drink, grains and salt. Started drinking something a little stronger
0: down there. In the he family. found his beach. Good for him. Before we get a little too off topic, we should talk about the crushability of Cazaca Blanc. I'm going to start this one off cuz I think this one I'm going to I'm going to go more than I did on needle drop. This is a 5 for me for sure. Just that lighter body um that white wine characteristic that we're talking about. I know it's got a little bit of higher ABV, but I could put these down so much faster.
3: It's a great beer. Um you know, it's it's not crazy ABV wise for an IPA. It's um kind of right there in the the low middle range. And it is extremely drinkable and it is delicious. Um, I'm gonna give it a four though, just just because that little that little extra something. I'd like to listen back to all my ratings and see how like yeah, I know, right? We how consistent I am on any of this stuff. Where like I, I'm saying, that, you know, wow, this is six point four. I'm sure that I've given beers six point four or higher, a much higher crushability. I don't. I don't. What, what I'm saying is, I don't think I'm very consistent on my voting. As of posting this, uh, that's all right. It's it's all it's all flexible. I think maybe today, some Maybe some listener out there is logging all these votes and can tell me how uh, consistent or inconsistent all right, I and everyone don't else worry. is. All right, Chris.
2: I'm going to go with a three.
0: Three for Kazaka One.
2: I I really like this beer a lot. Um, there is a. I don't think it's real, but I think it's a perceived sweetness, and it it's the peach ring candy mm-hmm. that kind of kind of gives me some uh, some pause, and I I might uh, it's uh it, it feels pretty rich in, in my in my that's mind. Fair. So that's uh, fair. That's uh, fair. Just a lot of flavors coming at you.
1: Yeah, I'm at a, a four, kind of for the same reason that, that Chris said, but it's it could use just a little bit more hot bitterness. Uh, particularly having it right after um, uh needle drop sure yeah you no, can see that you can say it, it is it is very soft and very sweet uh there is a little bit of an alcohol bite to it which is interesting Is you know the again there it's abv wise not that far off from um from needle drop but the Kvike you know shows like absolutely zero alcohol hotness and uh this british strain it's 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 a thiolized Brit 5 strain, and um, British strains typically, they show a little bit of booziness, so um, I get some alcohol heat off it, which kind of, you know, just a little bit balances that sweetness, but not quite all
0: the way, so yeah. Um, so is that something you're going to want to tackle next time we try this beer and make it a little bit more of a hoppy bite, or are you pretty happy with the way that this is as kind of its unique thing?
1: But, well, say, of course, right after we... Um, Brought this strain in. Uh, Omega announced that they released a the thiol strain that has ten times as many thiols um, as uh, as this one does. So we might give that one a shot and make it super over the top, like you know, Sauvignon Blanc, punchy. But um, I'm pretty happy with it as is. Yeah. Um, like I said, this is a a bit of a weird departure for us,
0: but I was pretty happy with how it turned out. It does taste great. Um, well, guys, that's uh, that's our hazy doubleheader. Should we get into uh, our weekly events, our calendar?
3: Yeah, and it's getting a little bit shorter. Uh, we, we've got all our big events for the year kind of behind us. Um, and uh, as the weather turns colder, things kind of, at least out in the beer garden, calm down a little bit until, of course, curling and the igloos kick back up. Um, but for now, uh, we have a costume party on Friday October 28th. That is a week from tomorrow, I believe, um, if this, uh, if my math is correct on recording and release dates. Um, so that's a Halloween costume party on the 28th. That's from 8 till 11. Um, DJ yeah. Leek will be here, and we will have a costume contest with prizes. So c- work hard on that costume. Come on down, win some prizes. What are you should, going as well? It should be a lot of fun. I will be going as a... Uh, father of two, who gets less sleep and relaxation than he deserves, as opposed to who you are every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's a departure <laughs> for me. Um, um, yeah, and then uh, the the following Sunday. Um, so that's going to be Sunday. Uh, that's actual Halloween. It might no wait no, that's the thirtieth the day before actual uh, Halloween. We're having Hallows a Eve. dog Halloween parade and costume contest. On Sunday from one to three, prizes for uh, the dogs, prizes for people. Get your dog all dressed up and come on down on Sunday, the thirtieth. <clears throat> um, tonight being Thursday, uh, we don't have any events. Our uh, our beer garden music series has come to a close for the the season. It'll be back when the weather turns warm again. Um, but for now, uh, no no you know structured events, but. That's not a reason not to come down. Ray Ray's is here. Dodo Donuts and Late Night Slice are here um, Thursday through the weekend. Um, Yes, uh, Ohio State playing at noon um, on Saturday against Iowa. Um, You know, it's it's hard to be too confident against against Iowa because of what happened a few years ago. But, uh, you know. I, I feel okay about it. I think the blood is in <laughs> the water. It's time for our reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'd I like to agree with that, and I, I feel um, cautiously optimistic about the Buckeyes' chances against the historically inept Iowa offense. Um, so we will have that on outside, uh, weather permitting, inside, regardless. So come on down and watch the Buckeyes. Uh, Sunday, the Browns are taking on the Ravens. That's at 1.00. We also have F1 at 3. That's the big Austin-Texas race uh, or Grand Prix, I should say. Um, Come on down for that. Monday, uh, Cornhole League uh, goes on every Monday at 6. And Late Night Slices here on Monday nights from 3 to 10. Tuesdays, our pop culture trivia hosted by our good friend Travis. It's every Tuesday at 6, and we show a movie following trivia. This week's movie is very on theme for Halloween. Uh, Featuring the Sanderson sisters themselves. We can't say the name of the movie here on this podcast, but uh, follow Land Grant Movie Phone on Instagram um, for the specifics. But it is a uh, a sort of a new classic. I guess it's not that new, but it feels new. um, Starring uh, Ohio's own Sarah Jessica Parker as a uh, witch. You could
2: focus on the movie phone phone and you, <laughs> what, what was that? you could focus on the movie there's so many we things wrong with that i can't even start to
1: i mean we could be here for a while if i just to, like dissect that that's um You're welcome. yeah
3: so either just guess or take chris's uh, advice there and figure it out on your own but the movie will be after trivia at six uh tortilla uh street food is here every tuesday you can make it a taco tuesday if you want but they also have burritos and nachos and all that good stuff and wednesday no events but two fat indians are here so that's event enough and it's in its own right so the the food truck yeah yeah the food truck (laughs) two fat indians they're great great food great people um great times
0: that's quite the rundown. <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's. Well, guys, this is a great uh, episode, as always, sharing this afternoon with you, drinking two of our great hazy beers. Looking forward to next week. we got something special coming on, but we will, uh, you'll just have to wait to tune in for next week's episode. Yeah, I, I won't be is. here next
3: week because I'm taking uh, Dan's advice and going on a cruise ship. Um, so or I will not be here. cruise ship? Where so are you going? We are saying ahoy to the high seas. All right.
0: Well, you heard it here, guys. Uh, come down to Langram. We got lots of stuff going on. We got some great hazies out there for you, as a, in, a, well, in addition to all the great events that uh, Walt listed off. So, come on down, tip your bartenders, and we'll see you on this podcast feed next week. Cheers, everybody.